Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Ryland Turner here from Wednesday Night Wallop, joined as always by Kyle Joseph to bring you guys a Royal Rumble preview as well as some news uh, in lieu of a Wednesday Night Wallop this week. We're taking a break from the weekly show to cover the Rumble. Uh, it is a busy week in pro wrestling. Kyle, how are you? I'm, I'm good. We're, we got a lot to talk about, so uh, if you're okay, let's get right into it. Let's do it. Let's do it. It's time for the Wednesday Night Roundup. So, AEW had a little bit of an interesting situation with the whole Jay Briscoe thing. Apparently the news is that they wanted to do a tribute to Jay Briscoe on the actual show, but Time Warner Discovery nixed that idea. They then recorded a show that ended up getting posted after the fact. And then on top of it, it appears that this week, uh, Mark Briscoe is going to be making his AEW Dynamite debut in a match against Jay Lethal. Rylan, what do you have to say about all this stuff? Uh, I think it's really ridiculous at this point for uh Time Warner Discovery to be blocking a, uh, a Briscoe tribute show, given the circumstances, and then airing Dana White's slap league. This is hypocritical at its finest, and 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 not like not only that, like this company didn't come out and say anything about Dana White. They left it to Dana White, who, I mean, I don't want to say to Dana White's credit because I, I don't want to give this guy any credit, but he took this very. Seriously, and he got in front of the media and discussed this, and probably to, to make it so he doesn't have to continue discussing this. But, and don't get me wrong, he's not, the, that discussion was not anything that, you know, I would view as positive, aside from the fact that he took this, um, and, and, and did not shy away from it. But this company refused to, uh, talk about this, um, and, Given the, the circumstances of that story, to look at this one where we've seen numerous testimonials from wrestlers who have come out and said that the, this guy is a changed person and that he was a locker room leader, somebody who always brought a light into a locker room and always, you know, took care of the people around him, family, friends, whomever. Uh, like this, this small community that this guy lived in shut down for a day because of this. That to me speaks volumes. The, the fact that as we talked about last week, Effie coming out and talking about at the beginning of the year how the Briscoes were changed men. And then af of course, after Jay Briscoe's passing about how he always treated him with respect. I think all of the things that, that Warner was just, was worried about. It's been dealt with. The wrestling community as a whole looks to have forgiven this guy, which is a big deal, I'd say, considering that in these situations, like, once you've done something, you know, a la Hulk Hogan, a la any guy who has, you know, obviously done terrible things, um, the community generally, you know, feels about that person, the, uh, you know, what they – feels – about that person to the same degree of what they've done. And Jay Briscoe has done a lot of work to educate himself, or he had done a lot of work to educate himself and put himself in a better light and apologized on two separate occasions, if not more, for this incident. So at this point, for them to deny 
AEW the, the, the um, opportunity to honor this man, a guy who, like we talked about on last week's episode, was a incredible performer, an incredible person, and on top of that, an incredible father and husband. I, I think it was just ridiculous. And, and then to, you know, again, contrast that by airing the television show that they aired afterwards. Uh, just, I'm happy to see that Mark Briscoe's getting an opportunity to debut on national TV net, uh, this week. Uh, um, and to do it on Jay Briscoe's birthday is that much better. But it, it, it Bob, this run really, really bothered me. Kyle, I'll let you go on this. I don't have a ton to say more about this then. Yeah, but you, I think you covered it basically. This was not the best look for for Time Warner Discovery. I get the whole notion of them trying to avoid any kind of media whatever controversy. But again, yeah, the whole Dana White thing just made it so, so much worse. And honestly, I don't... I do hope that we do end up getting a proper tribute, and I honestly think it might happen this week, given that Mark Briscoe is going to be there. And that's one of the big things is it's tough with it was tough without the people there to do a proper tribute. But if that yeah if if it's true that it was the network that did that, it's just it's not okay. It's a pretty terrible situation. We'll move on. So there was a lot of news that has come out about WWE 2K23. Rylan, I tried to get a look at the new cover, but I could not see who they put on it. Could you uh, clue me in on that? It's John Cena. John Cena is the cover athlete. I got to say... This might be the most I am excited about a showcase mode since the Austin one in in 2K16. And that's saying something, considering that last year's was Rey Mysterio. Yeah. But the idea of getting to, you know, beat John Cena, it's, it's it's a really interesting idea, and it's a good way of... They they played up the narrative of it it going in the the whole you know never give up attitude that uh, John Cena exemplified over his twenty plus year career. You get on top of that, you're talking about a lot of interesting matches they've already previewed. Some of which caught me by surprise. I didn't realize that WWE wanted to show the WrestleMania 34 match ever again, but we're going to get Undertaker versus John Cena at WrestleMania 34, you get the SummerSlam match with Roman Reigns, you get his debut match with Kurt Angle, which means Kurt Angle's going to be in the game. That's great. That's, that's great news. Yeah. like, But you know what, a, though? It, it makes sense. He's now a member of DX, so it, it totally makes sense oh, that he's in this game. Yeah, there's there's a <laughs> lot of good stuff coming into this that makes me excited to play this and on top of that it seems like they've addressed some things I've already you know they seem to have worked on some things for the creation suite they seem to have worked on some things for universe mode for GM mode you got four players is a really cool feature for GM mode adds a different dynamic to it I for one am pretty excited about 
what they have coming. I am cautiously optimistic. I, as always, will wait for some gameplay footage before I get myself too excited because, you know, we we can't give 2K too much credit just yet. We're only one game removed from the debacle of the worst wrestling game of all time. So, you know, I'll wait and see, but cautiously optimistic, which is somewhere I haven't been going into a WWE game in quite a while. Yeah, absolutely. I, I'm i certainly looking forward to this. And, and you know what's funny is this drops potentially when I'm in Winnipeg. You may have to pick up a couple controllers and, and get some gaming in. That's absolutely true. Uh, and and uh, you know what? If this game ends up being uh, a success and, and just as good as it's advertised, maybe this year we'll actually get a review in. <laughs> I mean, there's other um, thing. It's just like... I played a lot of that game, but I still, you know, I don't know that I ever fully finished career mode, so, uh, or like My Rise or whatever it was. So, you know, there's, right. it was, it was, you know, I enjoyed the game a lot and I'll speak highly of it, but it was interesting and it's interesting to see what we got coming forward. Rylan, we have some stuff to talk about, about AEW Fight Forever. Right. So this article is by Matt Black at WrestleZone. Uh, he's been, uh, he basically put out an article today talking about what's been going on with AW Fight Forever and why there is no release date. Uh, he's expressed that AW Fight Forever was internally expected to be released September 2022 before the date was shifted to November. Uh, despite Kenny Omega's hopes for the game to see a release in 2022, the game was eventually moved into 2023 with a February release window. Unfortunately, February no longer looks like to be on the table either. So what exactly has been happening with this game is the fact that the um, game was is looking for a teen rating. The only problem with that is the game wasn't officially uh, rated teen at the moment of the announcement that it was earlier the, uh, last or late last year. The ESRB website has yet to list an official rating for the AEW Fight Forever game. This is due to the fact that previous previous versions of the game submitted to ESRB did not get the desired result that AEW um, or THQ Nordic were hoping for. A source close to the situation has confirmed that there have been some issues regarding the rating for the game, which has delayed an announcement for the release date of the game. Other sources have told him that in recent weeks, the amount of blood and gore in the game prevented the game from achieving the team rating on multiple occasions. On the bright side, the close, those close um, to the game are confident that with where the game's, the game is now, um, it's been resubmitted to ESRB and multiple back and forths have been um, gone through with it. Uh, as for the specific issues, uh, the, the ESRB source didn't detail what needed to be addressed. Despite that, they say that everyone is feeling pretty confident that the issues are resolved and they won't know for sure until it officially comes back, which should be in the next few weeks. With WWE 2K23 announced for March 17th, Fight Forever is likely going to lose the February release date, which, I mean, makes the most sense. I don't think you want to release this game a month before WWE puts out their next game. And it looks like because of the fact that the recent release date um, rumors have been around AEW pay-per-views that may be, may be the release date for um, AEW Fight Forever. Thought that would make that would make a lot of sense. Do it in advance 
so that you can advertise it and build it up in advance of Double or Nothing. That would be uh, the way I would go about that. Agreed. Agreed. Um, also, and this is just my own two cents on this, uh, this is kind of amateur hour. How? Yep. Here's what I don't get. Um, forgive me if I'm, if I'm misremembering, I'm just going to pull up something here about, uh, let me just pull up a, a game here, for example, uh, let's see here, Soul, Soul Calibur 6, um, what's the rating on Soul Calibur? A game that involves people with swords <coughs> fighting each other. That's a teen. And uh, on top of fairly uh, exposed costumes. Um, let me see. What was the last MMA game? Um, it was 4, UFC right? Four. UFC 4. Yeah. What's the rating on UFC 4? I think it's teen. That's what I think, too. Like, yeah, it's a teen rating. What are you doing that that the build you sent to ESRB, who has been around and doing this without too, too, I don't no hear too often about ESRB complaints. They've been around and doing this for years. This has been a thing since the early 90s, the ASRB rating board. And for a company like THQ and even Ukes, who have been developing forever, to send a game to them that's, you know, more clearly violent than UFC, more visibly gory than UFC, that's that's not good. You know what, Kyle? (laughs) I want to play this gory game. I, I I want it. No, I, the thing the thing about it is that like that rating would crush a lot of your your intended audience. Sure, absolutely. The whole point of this was that, like, and that's what's what's weird to me about this is that the whole point of this game was that it was supposed to be like a fun arcadey game, right? Like it's supposed to be. A throwback to a classic uh, N64 game. Those games weren't that violent or bloody. No, there was blood. There was blood, sure. but it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't horrific. No. Like, what? What? You're you're not wrong. And when you're saying, "What are you sending to these people?" That they're going, "This is disgusting." And that's the thing about it is that because they they absolutely under no circumstance can release an M-rated game. No, that would be, definitely that would not be for Master game. No, I, and like that's the thing. I'm, is, I'm pretty sure Def Jam Vendetta might have been teen rated. Like, I'm actually, I think you're right. I'm gonna, I'm gonna look this up too because this is, this is, this is very interesting to me. Um, but the thing about it is, that, I love that. Uh, I love that I got to broke this, break this news to you. Yeah, I just, <laughs> yeah, you are correct. Def Jam Vendetta is a T rating, like. This is the thing. If it's mirroring some of the matches that you have seen in AEW, 
I, I guess I could see that. But even then, also, that leads me to ask the question, how much time do they spend animating, like, gushing blood? Yeah. What if uh, this... You could have put at, a GM mode in that, at that rate. Yeah. The thing about this is that everything about this game has been a minor disaster. I sincerely, deeply hope... Because, I mean, it's been finished for a while, like almost a year now, right? The game? We're hoping. Like they, they showed us gameplay footage months ago, and it looked fine, right? The game looks the game looks good. It seems to play pretty well. They've been around demoing it. They sent, like, I mean, I don't know the last time that Evil Uno was on TV because they've got him around the world demoing this game. And on top of that, like, this game won an award. It it's sure did. being released. It sure <laughs> I mean, did, which, that, which to me means that it's done. Right? I, yeah. It, they have been working on this almost since the company started. Right. The game was announced November 10th, 2020. Like... Oh, so, so this is news to me. I didn't realize they have the exploding barbed wire death match in this game. I'm I could so see, excited for this. I game. could see that being the thing that I'm guessing that's what pushed it over. And I am fascinated. But like, here's what I will say about it: if that's the case, and they have that the the barbed wire match in there, um, what? Because I don't know if you saw the actual one. I don't know that 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 match was was an M was an uh, you know an M rated match. No, definitely not. Are, are you so, killing somebody at the end of this? I, that's a, whatever. I mean, like that's the thing. I don't know what Mortal Kombat nonsense they're doing in this, but they they could use to tone it down and still release that. I this is very this is very. I just find this amusing at this point, but I do still hope that the game is good because if they have spent all this time and still release like a disappointing game, that would be that'd be too bad. Yeah. Move along. We talked way too long on that. Um, <laughs> there's news about the WrestleMania main event that apparently this whole Roman Reigns Rock situation that we've been building on for two years. It might not be happening. Well, The Rock has come out and stated that with everything going on, it might be too late. And it, we'll see. Again, like, I, this could be The Rock just posturing. And, 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 like, The Rumble is on Saturday. We're going to talk about The Rumble. The Rumble's on Saturday. If he's making an appearance at The Rumble to set up this WrestleMania match, then, like, obviously you don't want to be talking about this stuff in the media. The rumor is they've pitched Steve Austin for a match with Roman Reigns. Now, Kyle, I'm going to let you start. Uh, pass. I, this is, that's some silly nonsense. Let me tell you that. It's some silly, 
silly nonsense that does not need to happen. There are so many people on this roster who could wrestle Roman Reigns. If it's not going to be The Rock, and the only reason we're doing The Rock versus Roman Reigns is because of the family thing. Why would we do it otherwise? Right. So if you're doing Austin versus Roman Reigns, especially if the titles are still involved, who is that for? Who is going to enjoy watching Stone Cold Steve Austin get beat up by Roman Reigns for five minutes and pinned after one spear? Like, is, is anyone particularly excited about that? Is that is it just me who feels like that is a ginormous waste of time? And also the fact that it's in, you know, California instead of Texas means that it doesn't, again, it doesn't make any sense at all. And you could argue that Kevin Owens and Steve Austin didn't make a lot of sense, but at least they built to it. They put a story together. It wasn't a good story, but it got us to the match. And, and match, it was a good match. And the match was fine. It entertained the crowd at very least. The story we've built to is Sami Zayn versus Roman Reigns. I know WWE doesn't want to do the story that we've built to, and I know they sh- I'm sure they have feelings about Sami Zayn as a B-plus player, but he's getting the biggest pop in the arena every week in America. He's going to get a monstrous pop in Montreal when they go there for, is it the Chamber? No, yeah. not the Chamber. Yeah, uh, it's Fast the Chamber. Lane? Is it no, the Chamber? No, it's, it's Chamber. It's Chamber. I see. My point being, why would we, yeah, they've got the Chamber at the Bell Center. Have Sami Zayn win the, the Chamber match. Why wouldn't you do that? Like, there is fully a way to make this whole thing make sense, and I don't understand why we're fighting around this. I get it. If we want to do The Rock versus Roman, that's fine. I think it is a match that makes sense. I'm no interest in it personally, because, again, The Rock hasn't wrestled in a decade. But... There's a story there that makes sense, especially if there's no titles on the line, of the idea of Roman Reigns having to, you know, conquer the 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 demon that is the actual head of the table. But, and there's an intrigue there that, you know, The Rock actually could win that match. You could see The Rock being the person to pin Roman Reigns. Again, I feel like for the titles, it doesn't make any sense. But if the titles are off of him by that point, sure. The problem that you've built yourself into is that you've got a bit of a corner that you've put yourself into here right now. And I don't know how you're going to book your way out of it. If you've built for the story of Roman versus The Rock, built with that intention, and you are now having to last minute change it, the only person who has a story but reason to have wrestle the Roman Reigns at WrestleMania is Sami Zayn. 
And they try to force another story in there because, oh, that doesn't sound that interesting. Let's do Stone Cold Steve Austin, who checks notes, is very old. See now. He's 56. With, with, with neck, serious neck issues. Why do we want to kill this man? What are we doing this for? That's, that's where I'm at with it. Is it just doesn't make any sense to try to push this whole thing. Now, if we want to do another Austin match, there's a number of different ways that they can go about doing that. Again, I think it's not a good idea. I think there's a lot of other people who are in the part-time sphere who could have more interesting matches. Brock Lesnar could have a more interesting match at WrestleMania. John Cena could have a more no, interesting no, match at no. WrestleMania. John Cena, sure. John Cena, sure. I'm, I don't want to see Stone Cold Steve Austin take a German suplex, and you're not no, convincing no. me in any way, shape, or I'm form. Not saying, that no, I'm not saying Austin. No, I'm saying don't book Austin. Book Brock Lesnar for a match at oh. WrestleMania instead. Not against what? Roman Reigns, but I'm saying... If the whole thing is you want a star attraction for WrestleMania, don't have it be Steve Austin. He's so limited at this point that he's not going to be able to do it, especially the main event. Weren't you set? We had such a disappointing end to last year's WrestleMania. I don't know why we want to repeat that. No, I agree with you. Um, as, as, as for Lesnar, it looks like the direction is him and Lashley at Mania again. That's fine. Because he honest? did show up on Raw to 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 to, a, to screw Lashley out of the U.S. title, so it, it it makes the most sense. And with the Hurt business coming back together slowly but surely, with the uh, addition of uh, the Omos, which I, like Kyle, is that not the best addition? The the yeah. best way to add the, somebody to that group is now, the Omos. That is going to be quite a suit budget that you're going to have to put together. <laughs> God, I love doing this show with you. But, but yeah, like, yes, that makes a ton of sense, all the sense in the world. And, yeah, Lashley versus Brock, is it, you know, years after we would have wanted it for it to be a big showcase match? Sure, but I think it's still going to be good. And they've be- technically, they've beaten each other once. This is the rubber match. Yeah. And to have it at WrestleMania makes the most sense. Right. It's and the best use of Brock. And it's the best use of Bobby. Like, let's let's be honest. Like, we can talk about how Steve Austin is old and, and whatever, but the the hard reality of it is is he's still box office, right? So that's what we always have to contend with when 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 you and I like I, I like to be he's honest, box I'm not, office. But he could just like here's the thing: Would anybody be upset if he showed up, stunned a couple people, and went home? No, definitely not. And that's my point, is we can just, like, I have no problem with Steve Austin being at WrestleMania. Where I have a problem is, why are we having him beat talent, especially, or the or even worse, why would we bring him in to have him lose to Roman Reigns? Who is excited for that? Yeah, it's, it's an interesting thing in the new circuit. The other story was that he was going to, wrestle Brock and that's just like something I just don't want to see. And and I don't know how you feel about it, but that but. I, it rem, it is reminiscent to me of the original WrestleMania Brock versus Goldberg where we know both people are going to be leaving immediately after, so why do we care? And when Brock, right. you know, F5 Stone Cold Steve Austin, who's excited for that? 
Mm-hmm. I know, like, again, what's, what is so strange to me is that WrestleMania last year had 16 matches, I think. And the IC title was not defended. And I don't think the U.S. one was either. Am I wrong about that? You're not, no. Can we focus on that instead? This need to bring in outside performers when you have a roster full of super talented dudes. I don't know if you know this. You have a really good IC champion. And frankly, you have a U.S. champion who, if nothing else, can go out and deliver a good match whose first WrestleMania outing did not go particularly well. There's a redemption story right there waiting for you. Right. And, you know, loathe that I am to say it, if he's healthy and you want to get Logan Paul doing a tag match, I think he's at least proven himself to be able to be a person who can, if given the right circumstance, hang in the ring. The rumor is that Logan Paul may be um, put in with John Cena. I'm fine with, like, again, there's a lot of, and I do think John Cena should be at WrestleMania. Again, I think not only is it in California, it's in, like, it's in L.A., so that makes a world of sense, and he's on the cover of the video game. Frankly, I would be kind of disappointed if we didn't see John Cena at Mania this year. Right. But... And, you know, if we want to add that match to eventually to the as DLC, I'd be down for that for the showcase. But my whole point is that I, I, I think, to be honest, that makes a lot more sense. With Stone Cold Steve Austin, I think we got the best version of that last year, where he had a street fight with Kevin Owens. He took a couple of bumps that were with, Scary. you know, Yes, but still the most safe performer in the company. It was in Texas. Like, and I, if you want to have him show up, that's fine. But to ask for us to get a better match at WrestleMania for Stone Cold than what we got last year, we should be thankful that we got what we got last year and not try to push our luck. I don't disagree with you on that. I don't. I I think that at this point, like you're not going to get a more storybook ending than that. Nope. You you had the young guy put you over in your home state at WrestleMania after 19 years off. Like you're not going to get a more storybook ending than that. And and don't get me wrong, I understand the desire in wrestlers to go out on their back. That's something that has long been tradition, but, but, but like the thing I don't think Roman that, Reigns get. I don't think no. Roman Reigns gets that much out of beating Austin. Roman Reigns gets no benefit from beating Steve Austin, and to be honest, I'm not sure that there's a person on the roster that gets benefit to beating Steve Austin. Like, even a heel, maybe Owens would have. Maybe Owens would. Sure, but even a heel, I, I, I don't think Owens is in a bad place right now. No, but even I was going to say, he actually, he still got something out of losing to him. So. Yes. That's the thing is, even a heel is going to get their heat turned into go-away heat beating Austin. 
It's not what people want. I, and yeah, I do. There are there are few things in this that I think would be of benefit to having Stone Cold Steve Austin come back, and I think they would be really, really wise, especially if it's going to be Roman Reigns. We learned nothing from Roman versus The Undertaker. Do we want that again? I don't. <laughs> it's dark times that match. Yes, right. Why? Why would? Why would we actively be like more of that, please? With a with an even more limited competitor. That's what we're looking for for our main event of night two. Everyone was disappointed with the with last year's match. They can't be disappointed. They have no expectations going in. Anyway, uh, that is all that I think we have in terms of news. So let's get into the Royal Rumble preview. Shouldn't be too much to talk about because they have been almost surprisingly tight-lipped about the show. It's, I I think that the big story is Cody. Cody's back at the Rumble. Cody looks to be the male winner of the Rumble. And honestly, it's got like 2002 Triple H vibes. So here's a situation that we're going to get ourselves into. We'll talk about the Rumbles at the end. But there are three other matches on this show, which is not enough. I feel like they have to add more. Could I, we get Becky and, and, and Bailey in the cage? Sure. I think that's that's an that's at least a story. That's something we could do. So as of right now, let's let's go over them. I I'm gonna start with this because I don't know what to do with it. Bray Wyatt <laughs> versus LA Knight in the Mountain Dew pitch black match. What are we doing here? They have taken this Bray Wyatt build to his return that was so beautifully crafted, so well done, and they have turned it into an advertisement for Mountain Fucking Dew is what they've done. That's L.A. Knight. L.A. Knight is a fine performer. L.A. Knight's a fine performer. The promos, his like I watched the promo that he he did on Raw 30 this week. He sounded great, sounded confident. The problem is he's he's 40 plus, so we know that there's this guy's got a ceiling, right? And it's fine for Wyatt to start hit start with him and get a and a win over him. That's fine. This is a guy that can do a lot of the talking. And Wyatt can do his spooky shit, and, and no one's offended by it. But to to put the words Mountain Dew in this match type, like so, I don't know who the person who who was dealing with the marketing of this match and how they were going to do it. They could have called it a pitch black match, but it's a Mountain Dew pitch black match. First of all. I am very concerned as a person who goes from, as far as Mountain Dew goes, the levels are from surprisingly enjoys to tolerate with Baja Blast to tolerates with whatever that of blue shock to is, <laughs> yes. ho- is horrified by with code red. What do you think of the original, for fuck's sake? <laughs> like, it's pretty good. 
Who who asked for this beverage? That's my first question. The second question is, <laughs> this is Bray Wyatt's first match back, and I feel more nervous about this one than the last match he had at, La- at WrestleMania two years ago. I... Here's the thing. If this turns out to be just a Mountain Dew sponsorship so that we can get some money and it's a funhouse match, which seems to be the direction they kind of want to go with this, there's something there. You can't do the same stuff with L.A. Knight that you can with Bray Wyatt, so it has to be about something else if you're going in that direction. But this whole Uncle Howdy thing is a lot. And I don't know how to feel about a lot of it right now. And then on top of that, that brings us to our next match, Alexa Bliss and Bianca Belair. Where are we going with all of this? The thing is, is they can't seem to get Alexa Bliss away from this character and away from all of this garbage that no one enjoyed. No one enjoyed this this version of her. And the thing about this is that because I think supernatural wrestling is just not very interesting. And Bianca Belair deserves better than this. But there's something to, I do think, one, I think they have great chemistry together, Bray Wyatt and Alexa Bliss. Mm-hmm. I think they both get it. They're both very capable of doing the almost saccharine, uh, sweetness that is the the Bray Wyatt character, and obviously Alexa Bliss is you know basically a, a Disney princess manifest as a person. But then they both have this this horror side to them that they are also very good at. Alexa Bliss, again, very surprisingly, is probably could probably make a career as a horror actress if she wanted to. Now. Again, the supernatural stuff in the year of our Lord 2023 just doesn't make a lot of sense. And especially with Bianca, we need to stop taking the title from her in in shenanigous ways. Can we just have somebody beat her in a good match? Um, I don't know where we're going with this. Maybe it will be interesting, and, you know, who knows? Maybe we've got something about this that's going to be good. But, yeah, nervous about it right now. And then <laughs> the problem that we have or find ourselves in is, though, aside from the the Roman Reigns-Kevin Owens match, we only have those three plus the two Rumbles booked so far. Which isn't enough matches. Unless they're all going to be 20 minutes? I mean, maybe. Like, it might be the perfect amount of matches, Kyle. If you throw one more in here, it might dilute whatever the... Like, there is no other programs. The programs are, we don't know who's winning the Women's Rumble. It's the, 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 the two big picks are Rhea Ripley. It's just been announced that Liv Morgan is entering number one. So, maybe we're going to get a, an Iron Woman out of it. But, like... Yeah. Other so than that... There's no story. So we'll get into Roman Reigns versus Kevin Owens. I don't think I, I – do you have anything more to say about the Raw Women's Championship match? Because I'm just sort of – I will I will give it the opportunity to be something, but I'm 
not particularly optimistic about this. Yeah, I, I, I'm with you. I, I'm, I, I, I'm with you in the, in the, um, the aspect of Bianca Belair deserves Beller better. Um, and so does Alexa Bliss, but I'm not going to go there. Roman Reigns versus Kevin Owens. I'm going to say something crazy, Rylan. Okay. I think Kevin Owens should be Roman Reigns in this match. I I don't disagree with you. I just certainly don't disagree with you, but it's for both belts. It is. And I think that's what we do. I think it should be Kevin Owens. I think... I think... If the direction is Sammy and Roman, those that doesn't need to be for the belts. It can be. I'm cool with that, too. But if the direction is uh, Sammy and Roman, I don't know that it necessarily needs to be for the belts. If it's going to be for the belts, then obviously Roman has to win this. If that's your direction, I think you can go either way with this. And I do think Roman winning does, you know, obviously make sense. And I don't know if there's a better feel-good moment than Sammy Zayn holding those two belts up at the end of WrestleMania. I, I don't either, but if if the let's you know assume with the rocks involved, right? I also don't think we need Roman Reigns losing two matches on the way to WrestleMania. I could see him losing to Sami Zayn. I don't necessarily think it needs to be for the title. I I I would love to see Owens win the title. Yeah, Sami beat him um, at, at Elimination Chamber. But that 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 also is two losses, and then you're going against The Rock, who I I mean that's I guess a way to beat The Rock. And, and so, so the thing is, you could have The Rock cost Roman the match. If you're going with The Rock, I feel like that's the direction you go. Is you have The Rock cost Roman the match, and then you can have um, you could do whatever you want with the whole Kevin Owens thing. Now. So, yeah, I don't know if there's more to this than, you know, I think there's, there's intrigue in this match, I'll say at the very least. But well, I yeah, do... like, you know what's funny is this is the third time these two have faced off at the Royal Rumble. I will say their match two years ago was a banger. Yes, very much so. And I'm looking forward <laughs> to this one because they these two have great chemistry. I mean, Kevin Owens has chemistry with everybody, but... So, let's go through the entrance of the Royal Rumble. Let's do the women's one first, because I just... Mm. We've had the Raw before the Rumble, as of recording this. We're recording this on the Tuesday after the Raw. After Raw. There are seven entrants right now. Yeah. One of whom is Emma. Hasn't been seen on TV for weeks. What are we doing, y'all? Like, this is what I don't understand. We know Nikki Cross is going to be in the Royal Rumble, right? Sure. Why haven't we announced her? Uh, You know what? We don't watch enough main roster. Maybe they have. They ha- no, I'm looking at the entrance. They have not. Oh, Jesus. Okay, fair enough. Liv Morgan was the first to announce. 
then Candice LeRae, Rhea Ripley, Raquel Rodriguez, Shayna Baszler, Zelina Vega, and Emma. Seven. There's 30 in this Rumble. We know seven. The men's Rumble, I think, because you think, ideally, I think the number to announce in advance of a Rumble is 20. That's personal taste. But I think the, in advance of the Rumble, you announce 20 participants. You announce a couple people who could potentially win it. And then you have your surprises and whatever else you want to do with, with uh, the rest of the entrance. Right. And you have the potential of, you know, peop, you, don't ama- you don't announce people who are in title matches for the Rumble. Like, I think Brock being in the Rumble last year, as much as that Rumble was a tire fire... I, I, don't, I think Brock being a surprise entrant in the Rumble made a lot of sense. As far, or rather, it would, if they had announced him for the Rumble in advance, that wouldn't have benefited the Rumble. No. Seven is... Ambitious. The thing about announcing seven is that it's just going to be the people that we would not be surprised about anyway. So why not say they're in the Rumble? Why aren't EO Sky and Dakota Kai in the Rumble? Why isn't, you know, like, this is my point. Like, the, the whole roster that is not competing for a title right now, why aren't they in the Rumble? Because they're going to be anyway. Right. Why not just say they're going to be in the Rumble? And why do we, like, like we're, we're left to assume that by Royal Rumble time, it's on Saturday. Yes. So by that time, we're going to have more people announced for it. They will probably why do we announce. To, why they'll probably announce. Yeah, they'll probably announce like another five on SmackDown is my guess. But why do we need to wait? I don't why? know. It makes zero sense. I but have you're, no idea. you're not wrong. Who do you think? Like, let's let's get to the nitty gritty of this rumble, though. Who do you think has the potential to win? We've got Liv Literally. Morgan pegged for. That's the only person. I. <sighs> Let's she's, be honest. She's been the strongest. She's been yes. the strongest. Let's be honest here. If it's not Rhea Ripley, so the champions right now are Charlotte Flair and and Bianca Belair. Right. Bianca, if you, even if she doesn't retain, she's not going to win the Rumble again. Right. Would like her to. Like I don't. Have a, I never. Here's the thing. If you tell me Bianca Belair is going to win the Royal Rumble, I'm never going to be sad about it. But she's not going to win this again. The only other person I could say, if you're not going to do the match, you could have Bailey win the Rumble. But Bailey versus Charlotte with Bailey as the heel and Charlotte as the face is asking a lot of a Los Angeles crowd that's going to have none of that. Right. Bailey versus Bianca, I do think there's enough there. I know the match has, you know, happened, but I think you could add a step to it that could make that interesting. Honestly, the idea of Bianca Belair wrestling maybe an Extreme Rules match, that's something we haven't seen her do at WrestleMania. It's true. It's true. But they did do a ladder match. That's, That's my only drawback from that is they did a ladder match and the ladder match well there's no pins or submissions in it there was the two matches prior yeah right so and that, they were, that's and the they only were in, drawback. 
they were in war games too. Like there's there's reason not to have it be Bailey, but that's at least a direction. I think Liv Liv just needs to have a good Rumble first. Yeah, they sure like tossing Liv out of Rumbles. Well, really she's, she's entered at number one, so we'll see. We'll I see. would love her to have an Iron Woman run. I don't think she's going to win it, but again. Who else aside from Rhea Ripley? Do you have any answers? Because I, I do not. I, I don't. I don't. Um, do you expect any surprises? Or do you want to save that for your Rumble pool? Um, I do expect a couple of surprises. I expect that we're going to get the return of Chelsea Green at the Rumble. Yeah, that, I have that one listed. Yeah. I expect we're going to see a few people in the past. Honestly... Let me just have a look at the NXT roster. There's a few women who I think could use an NXT, who are, you know, really good on NXT, who I think a Rumble appearance would be interesting. Um, Nikita Lyons comes to mind. Tiffany Stratton comes to mind. Wendy Chu. Roxanne Perez. None of whom have been in the Rumble before. Cora Jade. Right. Like, Casey Catanzaro, I'm always happy to see in the Rumble because she's very good. Or, sorry, Katana Chance. But she's been in a Rumble before. I'm still, I'd still be happy to see her, obviously, but at least, like, you know, there's something there. There's a lot of people on that NXT roster that I think you could bring up and have them show out a little bit on the Rumble or at the Rumble. You know who I'd like to see? Yeah. For even if it's a one-off, big, big dollar payoff, Mandy Rose. Who? That would. Be, I mean, I, I would enjoy that. That would be good. We get but a little, if I was her and they they contacted her, I'd be like, "You give me a million bucks, I'll do it." Yeah, the the number would have to be very high. But I I, I think that would be fun. Just look. I'm just looking at the women's roster right now. Unless you're having Naomi return, and I still don't think she could win it. There are people I would like to see win the Rumble. I'm, I'd never be sad about Oscar winning another Rumble. I obviously, you know, I would pop for Mia Yim winning the Rumble. That seems very ambitious. Yeah. Even, even Raquel Rodriguez, who we haven't necessarily built up, but there's enough pedigree behind her I think that would be cool it's just I I don't think it's the time no and that's the thing is that that doesn't leave us with a lot of options right so yeah if you're asking me unless it's going to be somebody who's already won it and Ronda's not going to be in this rumble either um maybe Becky Lynch but she like I don't who would she face I guess Charlotte? Yeah. Uh, we're at a Rhea Ripley or bust. And Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte with Rhea Ripley going over? Yes, please. Right. If you do it, if you do, if you have Rhea face Charlotte again and Charlotte beats her clean, I don't know what you do at this point. I think Charlotte needs to spend the next few months of her career on her back. And and giving back to the the stars that got her to the position she's in. So, do you have anything more to say about the women's rumble? 
No, I, I, I'm a hundred percent in agreement with you that Rhea Ripley is really the only choice. Um, so we'll see. We'll see. I'm, I, never, I'm very curious I'm never to know. Sad. I would never be sad about a shock. Like if Liv Morgan won the Rumble, I'd be very happy about that. Right. Or like a Mia Yim or, you know, that type of person winning the Rumble. EO Sky winning the Rumble. I'd be excited about that. Even Asuka winning the Rumble. There's people who could win the Rumble who I'd be excited about. It's just asking them to do it. That's a lot. Right. Have we seen Asuka in a while? She's been still. She's kind of, well, no, I guess not because of the Alexa Bliss turn to whatever she's doing now with Bianca Belair. So she probably hasn't been around on TV. She was tagging with um, Alexa Bliss for the longest time, though. Okay. Let's talk about the men's rumble. I will read out the participants in alphabetical first name, I guess, order. Austin Theory, Baron Corbin, Bobby Lashley, Braun Strowman, Cody Rhodes, Drew McIntyre, Gunther, Karrion Cross, Kofi Kingston, The Omos, Rey Mysterio, Ricochet, Santos Escobar, Seth Freakin' Rollins, and Sheamus. Um. Um. I think there's more options for this. I, th- I I think this one's just like the women's. I think it's got to be Cody. It's the only story you've been telling, Kyle. You've been telling the story the about him. Pers- cup- no, here's the, I'm gonna I'm gonna stop that. For, I'm gonna stop you right there. The fans have been telling themselves that story. No, but they've been no told that story on TV the last like five weeks with video packages. It's just Cody getting ready for the Rumble. Like, could Cody Rose win the Royal Rumble? Yeah, that's. That's cool. I'd be interested in that. I don't know who he would face. I get we're we really want Cody versus Roman. I honestly, dude, if it's the story of him winning the title that his dad never could, I'm very interested in that story. To me, and, and Roman, as much as I agree with you, I don't think Roman Reigns is the person to beat for it. Maybe. And also, if we're we're now we're again because we're backed into a corner again, because if it's you really only have two options for a person who's going to take those titles into WrestleMania, it's either going to be Roman Reigns or Kevin Owens. We don't really have time to do it otherwise. I don't know if I don't know if you think if you think otherwise. No, I certainly not. So. Cody Rhodes versus Roman Reigns. He could build a story there, but it's not the story we're getting, and it it's still it's not the story we've been telling. So you could build up a story, but I don't know I don't know where we go with that. I to me, Cody Rhodes versus Seth Rollins is still way more interesting, and I think that should be the title. Kevin Owens versus Cody Rhodes, like the match There's would some be dusty good. history there. Sure. The match would be good, but one, it's face-face, which makes it difficult. And two, again, it's not really the story we've been telling. Mm, I don't know. So, I'm looking at this this collection of people, and you know what makes me sad about it? I would love to see a lot of these people win. And... None of them have a chance. 
Go on. Who who do you who would you love to see win? Gunther. Please. Gunther. See Gunther versus uh Gunther versus Roman or Owens is fascinating to me. Gunther versus Owens, take my money. But Karen Cross, I don't again, no chance of winning. I'd be very interested to see him in the Rumble. And frankly, to be honest with you, I think he should enter one or two. No, I think he should enter two. Have, like, a real baby face's baby face come in at number one, and then have Karrion Cross because I want Karrion Cross to make that full entrance. Right. And I think, so I think he should be number two. I, and again, I don't think he needs to win the Rumble because I don't think we're at that place yet, but if he won, it'd be cool. I don't know if there's a person I want to win the Rumble more than Ricochet. <laughs> and I hope... Oh, that is some wishful thinking, Kyle. No, he's not going to. I'm not saying he's going to, but I'm saying I hope that he's the Iron Man. That would make me happy. Right. Because if somebody could do it, it's him. But to me, it's very, like, he's too talented for you to just, you know, have him come in and eliminate him in six minutes. That's what they like to do with him. But I feel like that, I feel like him as Iron Man makes a ton of sense to me. Right. Rollins, easy story to tell with Rollins. If he won the if he won the rumble, I know he's won it before, and I know you know people might not be excited. Maybe I'm the only person who'd be excited for Rollins Reigns, but I would be. To be honest, I'd be excited for Rollins Owens. Um, if Sheamus had never won it before, I would I would be interested in potentially seeing him, but he has, so I don't think there's any interest in doing that. And Just I because, don't want to see Sheamus versus Owens or Reigns. No, I don't. I don't either. But I think, like, my point is he's been having enough fire matches that there's a story that could have been told if you wanted him to be the Rumble winner. But right. to me, but, like, yeah, I, I would like to see him on WrestleMania. I don't. He's not a Rumble winner at this point. Um, but yeah, looking and Rey Mysterio, if he and his his son aren't fighting in the Rumble, uh, that's the only thing I have interest in, in him being in this Rumble. But yeah, I, I could see I could see Karrion Cross and Rey Mysterio being one and two. They have a match on SmackDown this week, but I could see them carrying that into the Rumble. And you're right, I would love to see Rey eliminate Dominic. And just yeah. kind of have one of those, because honestly, I think the match to build for Mania is Ray versus Dominic. I agree with you, especially knowing that Dominic has done hard time, and he's been in prison, and he knows what it's all about. This new Dominic, it's amazing how much the wrestling community will change on someone. It's like so they've so changed awful. on Dominic Mysterio. So um, he, he does him doing promo. the prison mic thing is just killing me. Yes. And, and and people love it, right? So yeah. suddenly he he's this great. And don't get me wrong, I've been critical over this guy. I still think that to a certain degree he needs to put on some size. But to that point, he's doing really good stuff right now. Judgment Day is super, you know, like oh, super cool for me. 
I like yeah. Rhea Ripley. I love Finn Balor. I, and Dominic Mysterio and Damian Priest are super dope too. So like, do what you're doing because I, I I'm enjoying it. So I'm going to ask you a question. Okay. I'm going to give you both wrestlers for the Universal Championship because the WWE Undisputed, whatever we're calling it, championship. Because the Rumble winner is going to get a match against the winner of that match. I think. I would think so. Am I wrong about that? We'll find out. I mean, like anything can happen under this new regime. It's sure, but I, I like let's assu- let's assume that one of those two is going to WrestleMania to face the Rumble winner, right? Because I don't have anything else to go on. For Roman Reigns, give me three people you would like to see win the Rumble to face Roman Reigns. Okay, uh, Seth Rollins, Cody Rhodes. Uh, Cody Rhodes is probably my number one. Okay. Um, and honestly, if you if we're gonna do the Sami Zayn thing, I'd rather Sami win the Rumble. I agree with you. Sami Zayn is my number one. I like to me. I don't think if, it's a if, hold on. Option. If you're if you're if if Sami Zayn's not in the Rumble, don't advertise him for it. Oh, one hundred percent. He should not or be so. advertised for a second. Right. But like, he because, be, I think he but, should be in the Rumble, and I honestly, he should win the Rumble. If he's in the if he's in the Rumble, he he needs to win it because you 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 risk the audience turning on this much like they did years ago with the Daniel Bryan thing. Yes, and that's a, that's the big thing is if he's in the Rumble, boy, don't have him be like eliminated by Cody last. Yes, yes, yes. No, no. If he's going to be eliminated, have him be eliminated by Reigns. Have yeah. Reigns come out and throw him over the top rope. Because or, then it sets or up a Solo Sokoa or sure, like anyone. That. Yeah, yeah. Jay, Jay has been super. Jay was the one who came to his defense on Raw. Yes, how 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 apropos would it be for Jay to you know throw him over the top rope? Right. So if it's Roman Reigns, Sami Zayn to me is number one. I'll say Cody's probably number three. Who would I like to see face Reigns if the titles are on the line? Um, honestly, I'm not opposed to uh, heel heel with Gunther. Let's go with that. <laughs> sure. I got no better options. That's if it's Kevin Owens, I still think Sami Zayn makes my list. Uh, let's let's say okay for you, Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens wins the, the I think, match. Who's the Rumble? Honestly, for my list, Kevin Owens. It's the same list as it would be for Roman. I I think it's the same for who it would be as Roman. I think Seth Rollins. There's the redemption story from them having the match at the the COVID WrestleMania, so they mm-hmm. need to have that one in front of people. With yeah. um, Cody, you have that built-in story of. Uh, Dusty being very good to Kevin Owens, as well as the fact that he's Cody's dad. Um, with Sami Zayn, it's the forever feud. Yeah. I To me, for Kevin Owens, I think it's better if it's a heel. Seth Rollins is probably my number one for Kevin Owens. I Sami versus Kevin Owens, I think, is fascinating. But... I I don't know about that in terms of in terms of him winning. I guess yeah, you know if he won the rumble, there there'd be something fun there. Um, then if it's gonna be a heel, I wouldn't mind a heel versus Kevin Owens. But who has a good heel for Kevin Owens to face? Um, Seth Rollins, obvious. Gunther, 
I'll go with him again because why not? Um, yeah, I don't know. There's there's a lot of options for Kevin Owens, but yeah, I don't know. To me, Cody Rhodes just I can't make that work in my head about him winning that the Rumble because I just don't think they'd pull the trigger. I, for one, I don't think Cody Rhodes versus Roman Reigns is the direction they want to go. And two, I don't, I'm going to be honest, I don't think they'd pull the trigger on Cody Rhodes beating Roman Reigns. I really don't. Well, we're going to find out. that I'm very excited for this Rumble. I'm more excited for this than last year, and I am always excited for the Rumble. And last year let me down. Kyle, do you think this year will be better than last year? I, it can't go anywhere but up, can it? I am, here's the thing about this. This show is setting up to be a bit of a mess, which the problem I will say about last year's show, looking at it, is... Like, the Rumbles I wasn't sure about, but the show I was excited for. Mm. I thought Lashley Lee versus Lesnar was going to be good. And, you know, it was pretty good until it got, um, until it became a mess. I thought Rollins versus Reigns delivered until the ending was so odd. It was a DQ finish, Rylan. Yeah. But that to me, that made Rollins look strong in a sense that he didn't tap. Sure, but the and then the other one was, um, and I think everyone everyone knew Ronda was going to win the Women's Royal Rumble, so it sort of defeated the whole purpose. And then the Men's Royal Rumble was just really bad, and going into it, I don't know if I had an like if I had like. Who's going to win the Men's Royal Rumble? I think a lot of people were saying, you know, Brock's going to come in and win it. I I thought Brock was going to beat Bobby Lashley. But, yeah, this whole that whole two belts thing was, was not, that was a mess. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, looking, looking at this Royal Rumble, I think it's going to be a better Royal Rumble than last year's. But are you asking me if I'm optimistic about it? I think if the right if WWE decides to pull the trigger on the right people, I think these could be great rumbles. Right. I w- there is some worry that I have in the back of my head that the the thing that really scares me, to be honest is that Kevin Owens wins the match, and then Roman Reigns comes in and wins the Rumble. Yeah. Oh, God, no. No, don't don't put that shit in the universe, Kyle. Don't do right. it. So that's that's what we got for this show. Uh, do you have anything more to say about the Royal Rumble? No. Uh, I think it now is the best time to get into our social medias. Kyle, why don't you tell the fine folks who listen to our programs how to – contact us on social media we are at WN Wallop on Twitter if you go to at WN Wallop right now and you're listening to the end and you have not filled out um, I'm going to have Rylan pin that as our post if it's not pinned currently if you have not as we speak if you have not filled out our Royal Rumble pool you should do that 
Um, not only do you win the bragging rights of knowing that you won a Royal Rumble pool, which is always fun, but you also get uh, the opportunity to co- to compete for a <laughs> the fun prize of getting to ask us. Are getting to have us do a show of your choosing for February. We will do a review, a pay-per-view that is findable ideally on the network of your choosing that we have not reviewed before. We will go and we will watch it. And you can come and, on the show too and, and harass us about how terrible or great the show is. You're welcome. Yeah, you're if you want to but yes we will review whatever good or bad whatever wrestling show you want us to review so long as we are able to easily access and watch it we will do that um you can find us on instagram wmwallop you can find us on facebook wednesday at wallop rylan and my name if that's it that's us if you want to find me on Twitter, you can do so at LeregendaryKJ. That is L-E-R-E-G-E-N-D-A-R-Y-K-J. Rylan, where can they find you on Twitter? You can find me at at R-Y-A-M Sport Report. Kyle, send the people home happy. Thank you so much for listening all the way to the end. We appreciate each and every one of you, and you have been royally walloped. Good night. You've been listening to a Wallop Media podcast. You can find us on Twitter at Wallop Media. The hosts of our shows are Rylan, Kyle, and DK. You can find Rylan on Twitter at Rylan Wallop and Kyle on Twitter at Kyle Wallop. Production is by RJ Spearin. You can find his work at facebook.com slash spearkingco. Logo designs are by Maisie Mulder. You can find her work on her website, maisiemulderdesigns.com. Our podcasts are hosted by Acast. You can listen to them on the podcast catcher of your choice or on our website, shows.acast.com slash wallopmedia.